We back for another episode of Excuse My Language. Me, Mike, we on the line. Man, let's jump into this nonsense. Do what's happening. Let's do it. Bro, I don't even know where to start with this shit. Last podcast got deleted. Don't know how that happened. For anybody that's out there listening, man, y'all spread the word. Goddamn, you know, retweet, share it on Facebook. You can call your grandma somebody. You know what I'm saying? They don't know that it's more than just famous people out here talking bullshit. I always had an issue with that. Like, why people want to sit and listen to celebrities talk and celebrities interview other celebrities? First of all, they're not going to answer the question straight up. So you're never going to get 100% honesty out of them because they got a brand to uphold. They got PR people to satisfy. They got companies that they can't say certain things based upon the endorsements, sponsorships, whatever. So right. why and we people... broke right now. So we can say whatever we want. I'm gonna give you one hundred regardless. When them checks start coming in, I might switch up. <laughs> I might <laughs> I might go to All Lives Matter too. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on what that check look like. It's starting to be a status symbol, right? Like so if you got over a billion over a million <laughs> in the bank, you have to be all lives matter. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Remember remember when the when the clippers went up for sale? Everybody that had a little bit of money was like, yo, you know, me, we, we all looking at, we looking at the Clippers right now. You know, it might be a move we make, might not. You know what I'm like, nigga, you are not buying the Clippers, bro. Not buying the Clippers, Mace. <laughs> <laughs> Got two milli. That's not enough. <laughs> but for real, I think you definitely gotta switch from Black Lives Matter to All Lives Matter after at right about eight hundred million. You got like you know what I'm saying? If you want to hit that Billy Mark, you got to go to All Lives Matter. Let's jump right into it. Mike, birth of a nation, $7 million. First weekend, opening weekend. Box, box, box office numbers. What you think? They even, they even got an extra day in there because it opened Thursday. Oh, <laughs> how, how you feel about it, Mike? So, let me start by saying this, man. I ain't seen the movie yet, so I can't critique the movie. What I'm going to critique is the, is the numbers. Um, we at a time right now where Birth of a Nation is almost like uh, right on time. You know, you got everything coming to a head right now. You got Kaepernick taking a knee. You got, you know, black people still getting shot with their hands up, by the way. And it comes at a time with a whole lot of controversy. Now, that could either be a good thing or a bad thing. And in this case, for Mr. Parker, it turned out to be a bad thing because, and I don't want to bash us as a people, but we really don't support each other. So if you got a black man running around leading the revolution, killing white people at a time where it's very controversial. Which is the story of Birth of a Nation, just to make that clear. Story of Nat Nat Turner leading a slave revolt. Killing hundreds of white people. Right. Continue. So it's just a perfect storm for failure. <laughs> um, because white people will go out and watch these movies. 12 Years a Slave. You got, uh, what else we got? You got Django. They'll go watch these movies. Those are, those movies won awards. Those movies broke records. 
Right. Just watch that. Those world-renowned movies. Those critically acclaimed movies. The help. <laughs> you know, th- so they will support these movies. But I just think it came out at such a time where there's a huge race relation problem. And, you know, you got a black man running around killing white people. It's just not going. It's just not a good time for it. That's the reason I feel it did terribly, amongst other things, which I'm sure you're going to get into. Well, not even with with the race relations. Yes, that's huge. That's big. Um, Also, with this feminist movement, it's a heavy, heavy feminist movement going around. Um, They turned this movie about rape. Which Nate Parker, the star of the movie, the, the producer of the movie, the director of the movie, was accused of 17 years ago at Penn State University. Me, I just mm. so happened to go to that university, and I can tell you, State College, you're not getting away with anything at State College. I, I, I could say that with a great deal of confidence. I was told by a police officer, and I was told by an attorney on two separate occasions that, hey, you're black in State College. You're guilty. Like I, like, I don't care if you are innocent. It, it would be hard as hell to prove you're innocent in this hick town, which is State College. So if this guy raped a white he told girl, you that? Yes, yes. A cop told me that, well, it was a group of us, and the cop was talking to another person, but I'm standing right next. He was talking to the entire group, and he said that. I got into a conversation with the attorney, who happened to be Jewish, but he said that. He said, bro, this you, you black in this town? You you guilty. Wow. I don't care if you innocent. Homies was like, bro, you should have recorded that shit. But yeah, that's real. neither here nor there. I, that, that, should, that should give you an idea of what the environment and culture like in that town. So for him to rape a white woman, get charged, have to go to trial and beat the trial? Come on. Yeah, what's the chances, right? What's the chances? You gotta have you gotta have OJ Simpson. You gotta have the Kardashians, Johnny Cochran, <laughs> goddamn three Jewish yeah, lawyers. He had, he had the first super team that nobody knew about. Come on, man. But the crazy part is, like I said, man, it's a huge like you talk about the feminist uprising. I just can't separate the two when it comes to race relations. He's done plenty of other movies that have done well in the box office. Well, they said it was all brought up. They just wasn't brought up at this magnitude. He was never killing white people. I don't believe in many conspiracies, but like I said, he was never killing white people. Why don't people believe? Okay, listen. People don't believe in conspiracies, but conspiracies been proven themselves to be right. Just, just watch the documentary 13th. Man, because I got too much going on in my life to be trying to figure out if George Bush took down the towers. Like, I don't have that kind of time. I'd rather say that they came from Afghanistan and blew the towers up. I would rather just use logic. That's all it takes. It ain't no conspiracy. It's it's only a conspiracy when people don't want you to know the truth. And they, they use the word conspiracy most of the times to, to dismiss you. 
Oh, you just right, a conspiracy so, theorist. Okay, I'll be a conspiracy theorist, but I know what, what makes sense to me. What's the conspiracy behind this situation with his alleged rape case? And I I don't even want to call it alleged rape case because he was acquitted. With his alleged transgressions and what happened before. Like, what's the, like, what's the difference between this movie and... Was he in 12 Years a Slave? No, but... The difference is this movie is the Nat Turner story. I've heard about Nat Turner ever since. Well, I put it like this. When I was a freshman in college, I took a I took a, a African-American history class. The first chapter, my first test I had to take was on Nat Turner. Eventually, I dropped that class based on that first test. First of all, they got into how black people enslaved themselves. That was a large fo- focus in the chapter. <laughs> that we enslaved is the funniest our, right. argument ever. We enslaved ourselves first. Just we, hopped on the, yeah. We sold slave to the Europeans to bring us to America. So we did, basically they try to make it sound like we did it all to ourselves. The next big thing in the chapter was Nat Turner. How Nat Turner led the revolt, how he killed women and children, how he how he did this, how he killed slaves, how it lasted for 48 hours, whatever. If you don't know the story, read about it. But, and see, this is the thing. This is what made me drop the class was the first test. The These was the questions. True or false? Did black people enslave themselves? <laughs> no way of question. Bro, I'm dead ass. True or false? Yo, where did you go? To, where was this at, bro? This is the take an African American history class at one of these universities. Say. Yes, this was my test at a university, accredited university. First question: Did black people enslave themselves? True or false? Second Where's question: Did black people sell slaves to Europeans? Second shit with Nat Turner. Multiple choice: Did Nat Turner kill all men? Second choice, did, did did Nat Turner not kill anybody? Third choice, did Nat Turner kill men, women, and innocent children? Third choice, all of the above. Now, what? you have to pick C. Nat Turner killed men, women, and innocent children. That's wow. what they want to program into your head. I swear to God, that was my test. And I That's dropped crazy. that shit. I dropped that class. That's why I tested Testing is biased, man. I say that as a college instructor, bro. Like, <laughs> testing is biased. I I would rather give the student the information, let them look it up, let them research it, and, and write about it. Tell me how you feel about it. Because test box you in. Oh, Period. Yeah. That's, my, that's my thing on test. But anyway, that's crazy for a university to have that in their curriculum. That's the African-American history curriculum. That's and I'm wild. like, there's no way in hell I can read any more of this. There's no way in hell I'm continuing with this course. I want to <laughs> learn about American history. Fuck it. Teach me about George Washington. Yeah, you know, all that shit's great. Right. <laughs> You're not about to have me fucking hating my fucking race. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that that's where the conspiracy lies, man. They don't want that story to be told over. So if that story made it into the history books, why haven't it been told? Why haven't Harriet Tubman been told? Why haven't we seen those heroic slaves on the big screen? We have not seen a heroic slave 
on the big screen. You can't tell me tens of thousands of slaves came to this country and nobody did anything good. Nobody but uh, Django. He wasn't even a real yeah, character. And he's a fucking fictional character. <laughs> he wasn't even a real character. Let's tell the Nat Turner story. Let's make it fictional and let's fucking... Come on, man. Change his name and shit. Yeah, I will say this, though, man. There's another movie, uh, Free State of Jones, that I watched a couple of weeks ago. Check that out. Gives you a new perspective, too, man. They endure some shit, bro. But the more shit changes, the more shit stays the same. It's not the exact same laws. It's not the exact same characters. But you got a lot of the same shit going on, man. Like, we're free, but how free are we? Ignorance is bliss, man. You know, you definitely... The person that don't know any of this, not aware, you could live a real happy life, man. No, bro, a conspiracy (laughs) theory is not you dwelling on something. It's just you have a different perception of what reality is than another person, than the masses. So if the masses don't agree on it, the masses are going to say, yo, that's a conspiracy. It's not real. Is this something you made up? Yeah, man. But a lot of times the conspiracies are so far-fetched. It's like, come on, man. It's a conspiracy theory that black people kill themselves and blame it on the system. It's a, it's a theory that the white man oh, is holding them down. You know what's funny? <laughs> you know what's funny? How I, and that's almost a perfect segue into uh, the topic about Donald Trump saying, <laughs> grab him by the pussy. That shit's hilarious for what? I don't mean it's hilarious that he would say it is hilarious that a presidential candidate, like his supporters are hilarious. So how can Nate Parker be accused and acquitted for rape, found not guilty for something he didn't do? The public is in outrage. They're not going to watch his movie. Admonishment. Get him out of here. Right. Let's silence him. Let's dismiss him. We're not watching the movie. He would never work again. He's unapologetic. All of this shit, right? You have a presidential candidate is on tape openly admitting sexual assault. Openly admitting to a crime. I fucked with her. I was trying to get her while she was uh, married. married. I walk up to women, just grab them and kiss them. I walk up to women and just grab them by the pussy. Don't ask for permission. Just grab them by the pussy. When when, When you're famous, it's all right. Where's the outrage, Mike? You know the difference, right? You know where I'm going. You always say I like to go there, but you know where I'm going. Go, Mike. The outrage is skin tone. It's that melanin. When your melanin popping, your ass better be stopping. It ain't the money? <laughs> Dog, it can't be the money. What about old boy in Stanford? Got the rape case. He did, what, three months? Can't be the money. Gotta be the melanin. Bro, they the bro, the media is calling this locker room banter. Yeah. Just just pushing it under the rug. The locker media room. is saying this is not even a big deal. We all said it before. This makes him even more likable as a candidate because They tried to liken it to rap lyrics. I said, what? What? <laughs> They say it's in rap lyrics. I said, which rapper is running for president? Well, I I, I What's rapper said? I'm about to grab a bitch by the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never heard that shit. You heard them boys say, throw that ass in a circle. <laughs> where's the feminists at? Where's where's those groups at? I don't see no protests, nothing. Where they at? They're nowhere. 
So y'all feel more strongly about a movie than y'all do y'all president? That's the world we live in, man. Celebrity. We live in a world where celebrity is everything. Think, dog, think about this. And we're going to get back to Trump. But think about the Kardashians. What do they do exactly? They sell shit. Yeah. But what do they do? Damn. Like, as a talent. Like, if they all were to die tomorrow, like, what gap would be left? I, look, man. I, look, I'm not... When it comes to the Kardashians, I feel like that's an impeccable brand. And I feel like it's hard work to keep that shit up. How? I mean, we ain't going to get into that. All right, I, yeah. I, <laughs> that's another story for another that's day. Another time. But either way, like I'm saying, we live in a world where celebrity is worth more than substance at this point. Bro, the debate sound like Jerry Springer. Man, I thought Steve Wilkos was going to come out there and break it up. <laughs> <laughs> But that just goes to show that you're willing to pick a presidential candidate. Like he's made it this far as a candidate. He's literally two, three months away from being in the most powerful position in the world. Like all the shit that he said up to this point, people put under the rug. He has to apologize them there every day for something he says. And Americans think that it's okay to have somebody like that run your country. Bro, put it like this. If you a candidate, my bad. If you a candidate and you running and your and your opposition is doing all of this shit. Bro, I'm to the point where I'm tired of even pointing out fucked up shit that he did. Like, I didn't post about him saying he grabbed some chick pussy. <laughs> Come on, man. At this point, it's like, bro, it is what it is. Why isn't his support? Why don't his supporters feel that way? Like, yo, enough is enough. Because you ever get so involved in something, like, say you got a lie going. Like, you get so entangled up in your lie that you just got to keep lying. Because at this point, you can't go back. Like, if I started lying to you six months ago, I can't go back to day one. I feel like a lot of his supporters have been drugged so far down this road that they cannot turn around. And all they keep talking about is what about Hillary's emails? She lost emails. <laughs> <laughs> she sent emails through her Yahoo account. Those are all people who've never been in the military. <laughs> or they've never held a Department of Defense job. Because I can guarantee you 97.8% of the people who have have sent some shit home. Nigga, what? That's what I'm saying. What about her emails? <laughs> Come on, man. What about him grabbing pussy? You check anybody emails that work for the government. They send some. Like, you, you have a document you want to save or some shit. You send it to your personal. E I'm not even going to get into it. I held a secret. It's not plan. a secret, though. Why do you think the FBI don't want to prosecute? Because if you prosecute her, you got to prosecute a lot of motherfuckers. You have to prosecute your damn self. Exactly. Golly, what well, these people are so lost. But either way, man, back to uh, Trump and grabbing pussies and as comparison <laughs> to Nate Parker, the difference is he's black and he's white. Simple and plain. If Nate Parker was to run for president, if he was to run for president uh, four years after this election and it had never came out, if it came out two days before his presidential debate, they'd be killing him. Not only 
did Trump admit to doing that? But he also been accused of rape by his wife. Where is the outrage? His ex-wife accused him of rape during the divorce. Then she went back and took it back. So I guess they were trying to say it was out of spite or whatever. So so if we're going to defend Nate Parker being acquitted, got to defend Donald Dumbass. But I'm, that's not my point. My point is, where's the outrage? Nate Parker still has outrage. It's still on every media outlet. It's still boycotts of his of his movie. Colleges is pulling it from the from it from their campuses. They canceling showings. He was accused and acquitted. Donald Trump was accused and acquitted. Where is the outrage? Nate Parker's happened 17 years ago. Trump's happened 13 years ago. Where is the outrage, bro? Where is the boycotts? But we've already discussed that it's two different lanes. You know what I'm saying? Like it's the lane for us, and it's the lane for them. Our string is 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 a lot shorter than theirs. It's just that simple, man. We talked about privilege before. It's just that simple. It's the privilege. If I get pulled over, my chances of being shot and killed are a lot higher than somebody that's white. It's just just the facts of life. Are they right? Is it right? No. But is it the fact of life? Yes. I'm just saying, man. I'm talking to the groups. I'm talking to the groups. We know that. We done beat that topic like a dead horse. If you want more insight up to that, please go watch the documentary 13th. It talks about mass incarceration amongst black people starting from the 1970s where it was only 200,000 plus uh, individuals in jail in America. That number doubled five years to 400 some thousand, doubled five years later to 800 some thousand. And currently we sitting at around three to four million people incarcerated in the United States. And they all black and brown. And majority of them is all black and brown. And the big, the big, uh, people behind those policies nixon reagan bush clinton they said clinton's was one of the most effective out of all the presidents i mentioned but the whole war on drugs was basically a war on minorities in america privately funded prisons man i had to explain to somebody they asked me okay what's the difference between crack cocaine and coke <laughs> Why do crack cocaine get way more time than coke? Like, is this something else in it? Baking uh, soda, baking soda. I got baking soda. Water and baking soda. Well, why do they? Because brown people can't afford it. Do more crack, and white people do more coke. It's Simple more and plain. sophisticated drugs. Why is it that black people do crack? Well, black people don't like to snort shit. It's pretty much what it breaks down to. Black people don't like to snore shit and crack. It's cheaper because you can make more out of it for for less. For less. Exactly. Give them them 15-year minimums. 15-year minimums. And then on top of that, you hit them with the three-strike rule and they go into jail for life. No chances of parole. It's a documentary coming out that Jay-Z is funding. It's going to be on Spike TV. They talk about the kid... Khalif Browner 
did three years in a maximum state penitentiary. Rikers Island did three years in Rikers Island for allegedly stealing a book bag. Yep. Three years. And was found not guilty and not charged. Three years. (laughs) Book bag, Mike. But the guy at Stanford, you're going to ruin his future. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to ruin his future. Three months for rape. Three years for a book bag. They got that he on didn't my, steal. That he didn't steal. They got him on tape getting beat by the guards, beat by the inmates, starved. To, he was getting starved. He said it was some days they wasn't feeding him. It was some days they was getting one meal a day. Everybody is see it. It's coming out. But, yeah, man, let's move on. Moving on. What you got, oh, Mike? Oh, depressing ass. It's depressing, uh, man. <laughs> it is depressing. Hey, but let's talk about something that just happened this morning. Uh, Mr. Benny Siegel and Charlemagne the God. How you feel about <laughs> bees, man? Think, think about think about the late nineties, early two thousands. How you felt about Benny Siegel as compared to today? Mac comes through on a club tip. Mac, daddy, yo, scrap yeah. it. No, he ain't the OG gangster. Yes, I is. Yes, I is. That's that's the Mac we knew. Now, how you feel about the Mac you've seen today and in recent weeks? Uh, well, this was your topic. I I kind of wanted you to spearhead it, but I give my two cents. Um, this is how I feel about Mac, man. I feel like Mac has a persona. That he has to stick to. It's his brand. Nobody want Mac. Beanie Siegel. Any different than what they have him right now. They don't want him. They don't want him to be nothing else than that. This instant. Where he gets knocked out. At a show. It forced his hand. It's like back in the day. When two guys about to get into a fight. One of the guy. Getting held back. The other guy just standing there waiting, like, yo, what up? The other guy getting held back, like, you lucky you won't let me go. You lucky you won't let me go. <laughs> For some reason, them niggas let him go. <laughs> now what you going to do, bro? Like, hey, there, you, there you go. Go get him. <laughs> the nigga like, why you let me go, nigga? I don't want to get suspended. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't want to get suspended from school. I don't want to fight. I feel like that's the predicament that Siegel is in, man. It's like. They pulled his car by knocking him out at the show. But now everybody looking like, yo, Mac, bro, like you got to live up to all this shit. Not saying that he wasn't about that life because I believe he was. He has charges. He's one of the few rappers that did street shit. Jay-Z came on record like, yo, I try to tell this nigga to leave the streets alone. He won't do it. He too real. (laughs) Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But now that nigga don't want to go to jail again. He want to get money. All right, so this is how I feel. Now, in his defense, if you watch the whole tape, he definitely got snuck. Like, the first clip, you couldn't tell. It just looked like he was on the ground asleep. He definitely got snuck. Um, But when I heard him, I'm going to go back to when I heard him on the Meek Mills, I could be in L.A. in three hours. I thought Beans was back. Because you know what I'm saying? We ain't heard from him in a minute. So I thought he was going to get on the track. Like he did it, like when he went at Jada. That is not what happened at all. <laughs> <laughs> at all. 
Come to find out, him and Game squashed it. He said he wrote for O'Malley. He wrote for Meek. He wrote some verses in there. So him and Game squashed the beef. And then that led up to the whole getting snuck at the concert. Now, fast forward to today. I feel like Charlemagne the God does a great job at pulling the curtains back. And Charlemagne (laughs) is a human troll, bro. In real life. But is he really trolling though? Yes, he was trolling. But this is but this came out of Mac's mouth though. He said that he really didn't deal with Meek like that. Meek's fake. This, that, and the third. He was like, so I wanted to see if it, I'm not gonna jump out the window for somebody that's not gonna walk out the door. So Charlemagne says, Well, if it's somebody I don't fool with, I just don't fool with them, period. It's a waste of time. Like, why would you do it? I right mean, or wrong? But that's kind of... I've seen niggas that I don't fool with in the same room as me, and I will walk right by them like they're not in there. Well, let me ask you this. Why Charlemagne get on air and talk to Baby? Why he talk to Fredro Starr? Why he, why he interview people that he don't necessarily fool with? Oh, that's that's not what he's saying. He he he'll he says it all the time. Like, I don't have no beef with nobody. He's just interviewing them. He's talking about from Bing's point of view. Like if you don't fool with Meek, why get on a song with him? Why get in the studio with him? Like people that I don't fool with, I don't show them no, you know what I'm saying? We could be in the same room, I won't look at you. We could be in the same room, I won't speak. I get we, it. We could be locked in the closet together and I I'll I, we won't say a word. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. If pause you had that a, on the closet. Huh? <laughs> I said pause that on the closet. <laughs> <laughs> if you had a coworker that you didn't like, would you talk to him? No. What if you had to talk to him? Then, well, then we're going to discuss what we need to discuss, and that's it. Okay. What if you had a person that you was doing business with that you didn't like? Would you talk to him or is business business? Business is business. But see, this is this is where wait, let me let me finish my point. Go ahead. What if you was buying a car? What if you really wanted this brand new six series BMW, the perfect color you always wanted, all the all the trinkets, all the gadgets that you wanted. It was this car. You didn't like the nigga that was selling it. Would you still negotiate, talk to him, show up, and buy the car from him if it was at the price that you wanted it at? What dealership? We had a BMW dealership? We had whoever selling the car. Would you still buy and this it? And this is the only person this with the, the car? the only person with the car. Would you buy it? Is this his own personal car lot? Hey, I don't know. He got the car, though, and you got to go through him to get it. I'll wait. No, you won't, man. Don't be stubborn what? for the people, man. Don't be on air and be stubborn, man. No, I'm not, dog. Listen, but to my Should point, I, to listen, my point, if I stop fucking with somebody, Gabe is so tough. To my point, Mike, is rap not a job? Is it a job? Is it how they make their money to feed their family? Yeah. So if it's a job, job, then it's a business. No. And if it's a business. He has to fuck with Meek. He don't have to, but it's in his best interest at the time too. So when you're doing business, I don't want to fuck with you, but it's in my best interest to fuck with you for me to get what I want. Charlemagne knows that, 
And that's why I feel like Charlemagne was trolling because he knows Siegel can't do what he really want to do. You you can't. You can't. He, he going to go to jail. You know what I'm saying? He going to get suspended from school. <laughs> You're missing the point, though. Because if you compare it to a job, it's compared. You got to compare it to, like, overtime that you could go get on your own. Not mandatory overtime, but overtime that you want. So if you hate your job and you hate the person you work with, why would you go spend more time with them? That's selective overtime. You don't got to do that. So essentially, he didn't have to go into the studio with me. Me called him. He was like, for sure, I'll come through. And he came through. But let that be that. Like, if you don't fuck with me, don't come. Let Tell me you don't fuck with me. He didn't say he didn't fuck with him. He said he was a sucker. He said he was, I guess he said he was fake and he was a sucker. So, okay. So that means you don't fuck with me. I don't know if that but, means. I don't know it, it, to him if, if that means he don't fuck with him. I mean, you, obviously it don't. He still showed up at the studio. You? It all depends on what context I'm using it in. Now, if, you know, I got I got homies that squares. That's different. That's different. Bro, it's not different. It's not. Because you got niggas that you know is suckers. Like, bro. He I'll never hang with that nigga. Ever. But you might associate never. with him. You just said earlier you did business with one. With who? But I don't know that for a fact. I just know the nigga's a clown. <laughs> oh, the no, same no. shit, nigga. A sucker oh, and a clown is the same A sucker to shit. me is a nigga that's, I don't know, man. Like, I got a different definition for that shit. Like, simple and plain. But he's not. he hasn't rubbed me, pause, the way where I'm like, you know what? I don't got nothing to say to that nigga ever. You know what done transpired that made him feel that way. So in your opinion, if you was to judge, you would say he was a sucker too. You don't got to be a victim of the shit. So I don't have to go out and be like, yo, Corey don't fuck with you. I don't fuck with you. You know he a sucker though. If Corey said he a sucker because you know Corey. Man, if Rossi was like, Ty, don't fuck with this nigga right here. This oh, nigga is a sucker. This nigga a backstabber. Nigga, I'm not, nigga, if, I'm not fucking with Corey him. But if Corey never period. comes to me and says, hey, don't fuck with this nigga, then you know what I'm saying? I, I'm going to keep it cordial with him. But if Corey comes to me like, yo, don't fuck with that nigga, then that, that's it. At this point, for what you know right now, do Corey have to tell you not to? Not he would have to tell me not to. <laughs> <laughs> he would. What he would have mean? to tell me not to. <laughs> I'm not saying now. Nah, I'm not saying hate him. I'm not saying I'm not saying don't fuck with him. But I can confidently say that yo, he got some sucker tendencies, man. He is sucker. Now, about I could go. Shit. I could go there with you, but it's not to the point where he's ever played me. You know what I'm saying? Okay, we're gonna jump back into the podcast. So, what do you expect Beanie Siegel to do? What can he do at this point? No, that's go not what I niggas? expect him to do. I what I wanted it to be. Was uh J- Jada Kiss Benny Siegel 2.0? You know what I'm saying? That's what I wanted. Keep it on wax. He he dropped you know, this to me. Now what? The original the original what piece was t- to the game. So what do you want him to do? No, he made that clear Afterwards. already that he didn't know. First of all, he said he was riding with Meek based off of. Him being the nigga in Philly. He was riding for Philly more so than riding for Meek. Secondly, he said he didn't hear the 92 bars where Gang was big up in him the entire song. 
He said he didn't hear that. He said Meek didn't tell him that. He said, but now he jumped off the window for this nigga. And then he said, Meek don't even walk out the front door. And I, I understand exactly what he he's saying. He definitely gave say James some bars. He definitely did. I don't know, bro. I I give it to Charlemagne. Cause he'll sit there and look you dead in your motherfucking eyes, bro, and just say the most disrespect. It ain't really disrespectful, but it just. I don't even think it's disrespectful. It's the truth. It's the truth. How can the truth be disrespectful? It is what it is. It's what you made it. You made your bed, and he brought up the point. He was like, "Do you feel?" He asked uh, Benny C. He was like, "Do you feel like people in the game could trust you? You turned on Jay when you got mad. You turned on Meek. You got the you know what I'm saying state property. They upset. So." It comes to it, sometimes it's just like when you got this chick who talk, always talking about she's single. It's like why you single all the time? What's the common denominator? You, <laughs> the common denominator is you. And he was one of my favorite artists, but I think he definitely played himself today. Yeah, I think he played himself. The only reason why I feel like he played himself, not based on. It wasn't it wasn't based on the fact that he showed up to the studio and did a song and now he's dissing the guy that he did a song with, which was Meek. Um I don't really think that's playing yourself because okay, Mike, me and you friends, I came, I helped you out. Two days later so you, you did something. So you talking up to being talking up to being human. It's not. Okay. I could go there. I could go there. Yeah, I mean, I chalk it up to being. I'm. I, I, I chalk it up to being. I thought you was somebody. You proved to me you wasn't. Now I'm not fucking with you, and you rubbed me enough the wrong way. Now I gotta come at you. I, I feel like that's logic. I feel like that's across the board. Mike, you fuck with me right now. If you caught me talking behind your back, you won't be crazy for saying fuck Ty. And the nigga was like, oh, you was just doing a podcast with him. Now it's fuck him, you fake. Like, no, nah, nigga, I ain't fake. I didn't know that nigga was fraud like that. You know what I'm saying? Where he played himself is where That's he my point. was saying, oh, I knew Meek was a fraud. I knew Meek was fake. No, but what I'm saying is typically wouldn't nobody bring that up. Wouldn't nobody make that the forefront of the conversation. And Charlemagne did. He can't really defend that because his whole brand is him being real, him being street. He only fuck with real niggas. And the fact that he said a nigga was fake and still fucking with him, he can't defend it based on his brand because it's going to make his brand look weak. Now, if I if I was to say, oh, I only mess with Mike. Oh, Mike Corny, Mike this. And somebody was like, well, why you fuck with him? Shit. Because I just do. He, he, I mean, shit. He, he, cool enough for me to do a podcast with, but I don't fuck. With, you know what I'm saying? Like, I could say that, but I'm not the nigga that's right. going around saying I'm the most realest motherfucker but, alive. You know what I'm saying? That's where he, that's exactly. where he played himself. His persona played. That's him. what I'm talking about. Like he got, he played himself today, strictly because you're supposed to be this real dude, and I'm not down his street cred at all. Like you said, he got charges, he got a rap sheet, but so does Meek. He don't got them type of charges, but if, if that's what we're going to talk about, charges, then he got charges. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
<laughs> I know we if we're not qualifying <laughs> them, we definitely got charges. So, but if you're supposed to be this type of guy, and then to say that he's fake, you don't fool with him, yet you hop on a song with him, and then you double back and and diss him. I don't know, man. It just I it. Like I said, man, Charlotte may be having these dudes playing themselves. Birdman went in there and played itself. Like, you can't go to that man's job and try to fight. It's not going to happen. He play himself because he don't get sucked into that, bro. It's, 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 it's like if you if you a big, bad bully and you go pick on the nerd in the school, it's right. like, bro, ain't nobody giving you no cool points for that. You know what I mean? That, okay, that's Charlemagne. He like five foot <laughs> seven. Like, who cares that you beat up Charlemagne? Benny Siegel and so many others that try to hold this big bad gangster persona, bro. They play themselves by doing that. Like, you forty something years old. You have one lung, diabetic. Now that this you point- not fighting like that, bro. Come on, man. You don't want to go right, to jail, this so point. don't act like you want to go murk a nigga. It's all well, talk let it be at that. this point. Let it's it all be talk. That. But you can't call him fake, and then the next minute, you're on track with him. Unless you squash it. Be like, yo, I thought he was fake. I got to know him. <laughs> now we good. And I really think that's the next move. I really hope that's the next move. But who knows? So we're going to leave y'all on that, man. Another episode of Excuse My Language. I'm going to need y'all to go check us out on www.excusemylingo.com. That's the website. If you don't got an iPhone, you can check us out on there. If you don't have an iPhone, you can check us out on Stitcher Radio. That's stitcherradio.com. Check us out, man. Leave a comment, a rate, a review. Download us. Share it with your friend. Do something. We trying to get the word out there, man. We doing this shit for free. We just trying to give you our insight on what's going on. Hopefully, y'all can um, give us some feedback. Let us know what we doing right, what we doing wrong. If y'all got any questions, anything y'all want us to talk about, anything, just let us know. Holler at us. Holler at us, man. Make sure y'all share this shit. I'm about to tag all y'all on Facebook. Y'all don't know it yet. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all don't know it yet, but it's coming.